I am never getting up off of your couch. Never? No, I've sunk into it. I've become one with the couch. Okay. Well. If I get up, I'm either going to hurt myself or your couch will never accept me again. <laughs> we cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. Hey, guys. I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. Okay, so this is the month of love, right? Sure. It's the month that they've designated for love. Hallmark wants you to believe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in theming of that, we're going to be talking a lot of what, you know, that money marketed holiday would be for us. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, I have a wine. Wine away. That needs to get off my chest. So I follow a lot of books, booktubers, mm-hmm. and one of the things that a lot of these booktubers do, or YouTubers in general, is they will film going into bookstores and perusing the shelves and buying books and, and doing things. Okay. And I wanted to do that for us. Do you know how much legalized shit you have to do first just no. to be able to like get into take it. a camera into take a, a camera into yeah so like technically i can just show up with the camera and ask to be, if i can film in the store and it's up to that manager at the time to decide yes you can or no you can't well that's a great and dandy for like maybe one or two trips but if you want to do it on a constant basis, you have to then apply to co- their corporate headquarters pretty much and go, hey, I want to be able to film in this location and this is my reason and all this other stuff. That just seems like a lot of work for a YouTube channel. It is. So, like, I, I, I really want to know how these YouTubers do it because people go into Target. I've never seen a person going to Target with a camera and all shit or do anything like that. But really, but I watch people do that all the time. I know, but people do it all the time on YouTube, and I'm going, how do they do it? Like I'm a okay with like a what you brought back from a store haul type thing too. But there is a special place in my heart when I see that Jessica Braun is going on her you know vlogmas or whatever, Mm -hmm. and she's at Target for the fifth time this week, and I'm like, man, girl, you are living your best life. for real i don't know what i'm gonna do i either i'm just gonna have to suck it up and just go one time to half price books and just like whip out my phone and like start recording hey guys (laughs) like there's a small part of me that's kind of gonna be nervous i'm like oh my gosh what if other people see me do this what if they look at me weirdly like that's basic stuff you have to know that no matter who is recording wherever they're doing a haul like that people are definitely staring at them yeah Especially those that don't record on their own, that have, mm-hmm. like, other people record for them. They're going to be like, yep. who is this person? Why are they here? Why mm-hmm. are they recording in a Target? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go to Target. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I would. You don't know me. Yeah. But I was just like, I just wanted to do this one thing. This one thing. And all uh, the legal mumbo jumbo. And all the legal mumbo jumbo. And here's my problem. Here's what I should not have done. I should not have looked up their policies see but if you don't then you walk into half price books and they kick you out for for life yeah please don't do that please don't do that like i would have literally like 
I'm so sorry. I'm so. I'll put my phone away. It's okay. Like I'm one of those people that's embarrassed when I take a picture of a book. Mm -hmm. So like when I went to Barnes and Noble and I ended up finding the was it the Cruel Prince? Wicked King. Wicked King. And uh, I found it and I snapped a picture to you. One of the salespeople was looking at me as I did it. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, am I about to get kicked out of the store for <laughs> taking a picture of this book? Like, I'm buying it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to buy it, I think. <laughs> and if I don't, I'm buying two other books. So what's yeah. the big deal? I used to have this app on my phone where I could scan the barcode. And it would download, it would, like, register the book and, like, list it out and everything and put it onto my Goodreads page. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, and you could like, it'll immediately bring it up. Love that. Loved that. Well, I did it once at the library and the librarian came over and asked me what I was doing. And I was like, oh, I'm looking up the reviews on Goodreads. And I showed her the app. She's like, okay, but you're scanning the, the barcode. I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, you, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, why not? But that's how I pull it up but on that's Goodreads. That's how I pull it up on Goodreads. And she's like, you're going to ruin our barcodes. And I'm like. I'm That's taking a picture of your barcode, lady. How is that? Yeah, I was just like one of those like you're. It's not. I'm not taking your barcode. I'm taking the barcode off the book. It's different. I don't know, but like she like wigged out. Okay. Over this, so I didn't. Now I do it. I secretly hide in a corner where the, the librarians <laughs> can't see me. I do it anyways. I've done that in Barnes and Nobles. I've done that in half price books. You know, I don't normally get ha hackled about it, it but because i'm i put the book back i mean for all they know i'm a secret shopper which at that point you're just i mean not at the library but like mm. at barnes and noble or for half price books or something yeah i could be a secret shopper you don't know that my aunt actually used to do that she got paid pretty decent money for it i want to do it i want to do it. i want to find a way to do it <laughs> there are certain sites that you can apply with but it took her like six months to hear back from one of them it's worth it yeah she got paid decent money to do it basically she'd go shopping um and then you just rate your experience if for some reason you don't know what a secret shopper is you rate your experience on like if anybody helped you if the store was clean stuff like that and then those companies get that information and you get paid for it mm. so you know if she only went to you know target and spent fifteen dollars and they paid her $30. She just walked out of there with $15 of free stuff and $15 on top of that. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I I got to interact with a secret shopper one time. And it was really weird. It was when I used to work at Johnny Rockets. There was mm -hmm. this... Uh, he came in twice. And it was both on my shift. One time he didn't sit with me. He sat with somebody else. And then on the second time, he sat with me. Mm -hmm. And he would always order he would just order a hamburger he's like i just want a hamburger i was like okay well do you want anything on top like we'd always ask we'd go through the spiel do you want any condiments anything extra he's like i just want a hamburger and like we would just we'd bring that out to him and that was it and i just, okay yeah it was really bizarre because then he would like ask for like a side of onions or a you know can i have ketchup and i'm just like why didn't you just but i asked you for this already yeah like <laughs> why didn't you want to put that on your burger like and i guess it was because he had like a he had a script that he had to go by oh okay yeah so like they had given him like a script of like these are the things we want you to check so like did we give you a clean menu you know did we offer you a drink did we like, one of the things was buy the simplest. He he even told me afterwards, like, I'm sorry, I, would, I didn't mean to be. Because he was getting kind of snarky with me. And I, you know, handled him a, 
how I was supposed to. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm really sorry. I'm a secret shopper. You did a great job, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm really sorry I put you through all that, but um, you did really well. But, like, he would, like, I'd come back every, like, five to ten minutes to check on him. And he was like, oh, can I have a cheese? Can I have, like, shredded cheese? Or, oh, yeah, can I have, I dropped my fork. Can I have a new fork? Or, like, yeah. it was, like, every time I came back, he had, he something, had something else. He had something else. And it was, he was going off a script. See, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Because I'm that type of person that's like, mm. oh, if you didn't get my order right, it's okay. I'm just going to eat it. I'm going to eat what you got in front of me. Like... Unless it's, like, raw or, like, I yeah. there's a hair in it or something. Like, yeah. But even then, I don't make a big deal out of it. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, no. It's weird. Let's all go be secret shoppers. Yay! <sighs> okay. So, speaking of secrets. Mm. Gentlemen. Or ladies. I don't, you know. Gentlemen and ladies and other. Hmm. I like other. Other is good. Other is good. Um, some of you are wanting to know the secrets to pleasing your book-related lover on Valentine's Day or soon after since this will come out on the 16th. And we're here to tell you we don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're here to tell you that we have a tons of ideas for you because at least what we like mm-hmm. might be able to help you with your bookish loved one. Here's a disclaimer, though. This has gone on a grid of, we have unlimited funds. That's true. And everything works. So, like, there's no hiccups in the plan. Exactly. Now, we're going to give you guys some that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, no holds barred. Yeah. Spend as much money as you want. We'll give some you guys of these some are actually ones. really, really cheap. But we'll also give you guys some very expensive ones. Mm-hmm. And if David had his way, we'd give you one that involved time travel. <laughs> I think that one just needs to be an honorable mention at this point. You know what? We'll start off with that one. Yeah. Here's start. an honorable mention from my husband that if he had unlimited funds, what he would give me for Valentine's Day, which was time travel me back to alexandria so i could go to the library of alexandria when it was still well when it was still under egypt's rule so basic and you'd be able to read all the books and i'd be able to read all the books which i don't know hieroglyphics but he would with unlimited funds he would take a class or he would implant a chip or something or i'd have like this magical like reader that i can just scan over it and it goes into english there you go That'd be cool. And that's what David thinks when we were like, hey, no no funds are an issue. Just get what you want. He's like, time travel. <laughs> we're going to time travel, Ashley. I, was like, I didn't say that. I, I mean, that was my fault because I didn't tell him all the science had to be there. I just said that we were. I, no, no like that was the first rule is money's not an option. And no. he went and he went and he ran with it. Like He sure did run with it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give him props for it. I mean, he, he really is a sweetie. He really does try. Which, that is a really sweet thought, though. Yeah. Like, no. he knows you. Yeah, he does. Okay, I'm... so what's an actual idea that you have? So, my one that's really simple and doesn't take a lot of money. Uh, all it would cost is for the ingredients to make the meal and the book that you're going to buy this person. Okay. But, like, for just a basic Valentine's Day-ish or special day, I guess is what I really should call it, for a special day, 
I would like to have breakfast in bed. Mm-hmm. And is there the, like a specific breakfast? Like... Yes. Like if he if he, he wouldn't even have to make it. Oh, well, I guess he could try to make it. But I love eggs Benedict. Okay. Um, and I specifically like the egg Benedict from the Golden Circle, I think. Mm-hmm. That restaurant, right? Yeah, the restaurant downtown. Um, down the ways. I love them. I think they're delicious. Um, so I want their eggs Benedict. Breakfast in bed with a nice cup of coffee. Not Starbucks, just a nice cup of coffee. Um, and a book. And a book that like he bought me. And he actually does pick really good books. He's really good at them. You mean he doesn't just give you a bunch of Clive Barker books and say, here? Nope. No, like, he's really, really good. He's the one that actually got me on to um, the Scythe trilogy by Neil Shusterman. He saw the cover and he read the synopsis and he's like, Ashley would love this book. And he bought it for me for Christmas three years ago. And I love it. Go David. I know. He's a really good book. He's really good at getting people gifts. But, like, and then one of the catches, though... For that is I don't have to do any chores. I don't take the dog out. I don't have to do any of the dishes or the laundry. I can just sit in bed and read my book, eat my breakfast, and just relax and not be interrupted. That sounds heavenly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just literally hearing you say the words, I don't have to do chores, that's got me feeling some type of way right now. I know, (laughs) yeah. I love that. You don't have to do anything. I took care of everything, and I'm just like, hells to the yes. Yes. Ah. That sounds I feel like, I. you know what, at this point in my relationship with him, all he would have to do for Valentine's Day goes, baby, I don't have enough money to really buy you anything nice. I don't buy, you know, I'm allergic to flowers, so no flowers, but... Uh, I couldn't buy you chocolates or jewelry or anything like, you know, the typical promises we don't intend to keep. (laughs) (laughs) That um, scenario. But um, if he just came up to me like, you don't have to do, you don't have to take care of the dog at all today. Oh, my God. Like, the happiness that would come out of me. Best Valentine's ever. I'm telling you. Not having to get up every time she has to go to the bathroom, not having to pick up after her, not having to feed her, like... Just one day. Just one day where I can just sit on the in the bed or sit on the couch and just not have to go through the dog routine would be amazing. That does sound really nice. It does. Oh, and by the way, we are drinking... Oh, yeah. Um, ...our Brown County wine. I don't know. Can you reach me for a clink? We didn't note. We didn't notate that we actually are drinking in this episode. Oh yeah. Uh, quick update. I'm no longer on those meds that I couldn't be taking, so I am clear to go and back to loving uh, drinking wine when we record, which is amazing. <laughs> but that—that's my. Even though money's not an option, having something easy and simple. Yes. To do. And that's that's not. It's not expensive, mm. and it's heartfelt, guys, or yeah. girls, or others. Or others. It's so heartfelt and nice. I love it. I love that idea. Yeah. You come up with good I, plans. I, I feel like that's just one of those things where, like, even if you couldn't do everything that we just talked about, if you did one thing, I feel like that's just giving your bookish lover time to do what he or she loves to do. Yep. Yep. That's the best gift. 
and if, even if, if you that take nothing you if you take a, nothing yeah. from from what me and megan talk about today that's the number one thing you could do just give them time and that's what i was gonna say is like even if you don't do all of those things and you Mm -hmm. at least give them time and space Mm -hmm. to read their book yeah to enjoy their peace and quiet even Mm -hmm. if it is breakfast in bed or whatever you guys are doing to give them peace and quiet it's so hard for me to find time to just sit there and not feel like i have the expectation of cleaning or doing this or doing that or taking care of this or spending time with my spouse or spending time with my animals or spending you know Mm -hmm. time 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 here so like you said earlier this year it's your year of time yeah so i love that that's still tying into this is Mm -hmm. that you're still making time for your valentines yep all right what about you girl what do you got well one of mine that's not i would say that's not an expensive option Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess it can get somewhat expensive but not super duper expensive i am also a huge proponent of breakfast in bed oh uh i'm an eggs and bacon kind of girl yo your basic eggs and bacon oh but but like crispy bacon Ooh, i love me some crispy bacon like if there's just a little tiny bit of black on it Mm -hmm. ooh, yes it gets me every time (laughs) um and it doesn't have to be eggs you know what i would really love is Mm. pancakes and bacon Oh. That I love me some pancakes. One night, Jesse and I were craving sweets, and we don't mm-hmm. keep sweets in the house because we don't want to eat them all of the time. Right. And so Jesse was looking around in the pantry like, there's got to be something in here. And <laughs> I'm he, having withdrawal. He found chocolate chips, like Baker's chocolate chips, oh. and pancake mix. And oh, so, yeah. Yeah, chocolate chip pancakes is what we did that night, and it was amazing. Mm. Um, and we just vegged out on the couch and had chocolate chip pancakes, and we were so full and disgusting, but it was amazing. Mm. Um, and that was like a little impromptu date night that we had because Taylor wasn't there. It was just the two of us eating pancakes hey. at 10 o'clock at night. It was pretty great. But, okay, so I wake up to breakfast in bed, and I'm told that the dishes are already done. Hey. Because I know if he just made breakfast, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go downstairs and do all those dishes and clean up the counter and clean up the stove. Because he is the messiest Is cook. he one of those that uses every pan, every bowl yes. in the cupboard just every to make single that one. one dish? And you're just like, how is this even physically possible? Because with me, if it's not a contamination issue, I just wash out the bowl or something as I go so that I don't have to use four different dishes to do something. Yeah. So, like, if I have one big mixing bowl and it says to mix eggs separately and then mix flour or whatever, okay, I do that and then I rinse that out, like, Mm. right away so that way I can use it for something else if I need to use it in another part of it. I'm very much a one-pan girl. If I can do it in one pan, I'm on. Because we have to do the dishes. We have to wash Mm -hmm. them. So I feel like for us, it makes sense that we try to use as little as possible. Jesse, his one chore that he doesn't do in the house is dishes. So I don't feel like he understands the gratitude, mm. or not the gratitude, the gravity of what he's doing yeah. when he uses every pan in the house. David doesn't do every pan in the house. He likes to deep fry, which is actually a, a common thing in a lot of Port- Puerto Rican dishes sometimes is deep frying their items. Okay. So he would do that and... You know, grease gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, I got to come up behind you and wipe it all down so we don't have a grease fire afterwards or we don't have a problem afterwards. Yeah. And that's just like, 
it's time consuming. I have to take the grades out. I got to take, I got to wipe, I mean, I wipe down the stovetop regardless, but like you have to literally get into cracks and crevices to make sure all that oil mm-hmm. is gone. So nothing happens. Oh, I know. It's just hassle. <sighs> Trust me. So if he were to tell me. But the food always comes out to good. Oh my God. I bet it does. Ugh. Mm. If he were to come up and tell me, hey, honey, here's your pancakes, your chocolate chip pancakes and bacon. Mm-hmm. I've already cleaned the entire kitchen from top to bottom. hey That's my day. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to also then be saying, hey, you just take a couple hours, mm. sit up here, read your book, mm. watch your YouTube, whatever you're doing. Mm. And I've got the dogs. I, I'll make sure they don't bother you. Because yeah. we, we usually let our dogs kind of have the run of the house. So, like, if I'm eating pancakes in bed, you best believe that they're going to come up and try to eat these pancakes. <laughs> Sam and Dobby are going to be right there with you in bed going, where's our share, Daddy? Exactly. Um, God, that sounds like an amazing day. So, I feel like I'm kind of copying off you in a way in the beginning. <laughs> except I've similar changed. elements. I've yeah. changed it. The next part of my day involves getting Starbucks mm, and being coffee. taken to a Barnes & Noble or a half price books mm. and him just like handing me a hundred dollars and saying <laughs> go here crazy. you go go crazy it doesn't have to be a hundred dollars but like handing me more than money for one book mm. because a lot of times when we go to barnes and noble it's okay here's 20 bucks go you buy get, a book go get a book if yeah. it's half price books and he's like hey here's 20 bucks i'm like oh okay but what do i need do i need a journal because we we do a lot of journals for D so mm-hmm. we get a lot of our journals from there because they, they have, have these a, really beautiful ones oh my gosh yes they do they have amazing journals at uh, half price books um so you know do i need journals do i want books do i want to complete my collections do i want to look at their clearance do i want to read some manga you know do we need to add to our dvds like what do i need yeah I say need. What do what I do you want? want? <laughs> no, I need them. Oh, I Hey, it's okay. But I would love for it to just be that we walk into one of these stores and he's just like, all right, here is more than enough money for you to go out and, and do this. Sip your coffee, mm. you know, look through the books mm-hmm. and I'll be next door or something. Just come get me when you need me. Oh. Just alone time to browse. I think that sounds That's amazing. Nice. Yes. That does sound nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like maybe to end the day, mm-hmm. I would, I know this sounds like really like basic mm. bitch, but I would love to go to Red Lobster. I love Red Lobster so much. Those Cheddar Bay biscuits. I know it, man. Oh my gosh. They're going to make me bloat so bad, but I don't care. I'm going to eat 12 of them. <laughs> 12 of them. <laughs> Like, you get your own basket. Yes. Gosh, I love, I mean, I don't be wrong. I love their, I love their crab. I love their popcorn shrimp. I love a bunch of the stuff that they do there, but I, you don't go for the food. You go for the biscuits. Like, that's why people go to Red Lobster. I don't know. I go for their Caesar salad. I, I really do like how, Ooh. however they make it. I there, it has a little bit of a kick to it. It does. It's good. It's really good. It has like a tart, tartness to it. Yeah. I really like that. That and their bowls are always, like, ice cold. Yeah, instead of coming out and they're always like, oh, this dish is really hot. Be careful. No. Well, it's salad. Oh, I thought you were talking about their regular dishes. I mean, yeah, their regular dishes are hot. Not all the time. When I get my crab, like, mine's usually kind of cold on the outside. 
like mm-hmm. on the edges or whatever. I feel like they'd probably chill their dishes so that they yeah. their so waiters don't have to worry have about to burning worry. their hands. No. But oh, oh, it's good. So yeah, I would have a day, a morning in bed, mm. an afternoon out to go shopping, mm. and then following it up with a romantic Cheddar Bay biscuit dinner. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, that one can get a little bit expensive. It can get a little bit expensive, yeah. But it's not too far out of the ballpark where I feel like... No. You're buying Hamilton tickets or something. No. Okay. I mean, so I have yet to see Hamilton, so... Uh, neither have I, but they're going to be in Indy with Broadway Across America in, I want to say, November. Ooh, so our birthday. Yeah-ish. So we need to get on getting those tickets because <laughs> I want some. Yep. Um, at the Marat, I'm guessing. Probably. I don't even I remember where tickets. it's at. They're so ex- I guarantee they're going to well, be so expensive. Well, it's not even expensive. that they're so expensive. Okay, so, like, the Marat is one of our main theaters here in Indianapolis. And it's a gorgeous theater. Don't get me wrong. It really is a gorgeous theater. The problem with that theater is, is that it was built in the early 1900s. So, a lot of renovation has had to been done to that building. Mm-hmm. The seats are really, they've done renovations, but the seats are really cramped. Yes. So you're literally sitting sardine style in that theater. But here's the other crappy point is that the balcony, because of how cramped it is, sits so low Mm -hmm. in that building that if you sit any farther back than row H... Under, that balcony is right above your that head. That balcony is right behind, above your head, and it cuts the stage in half. You're better off actually buying either balcony, balcony seats, seats or front row seats at yep. that point for any type of show. It really, I mean, you really are. You're not wrong. No. And that sucks. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous theater. I went and saw a lot of beautiful shows. I think I, I saw, um... We had ground seats to the Lion King. Yep. So that was really good. And we were like right on the cusp of the overhang. Mm-hmm. So we got to see everything cool on stage. And when the animals come in, the first opening act. Oh. I know, right? That's amazing. I loved that. And then we had seats up in the um, balcony for Beauty and the Beast. And I actually have to say, I think that was better seating that I've ever had mm-hmm. in the Marat. Because I was like two to three rows back from the edge of the lip there. Yeah. And I was off to the right. You saw everything. And it was not like, it was like watching a whole different type of play. Because you could see everything and you could see movement. Like you could. I actually a, really like balcony seats. Yeah. Like it's really good seating. And you're just kind of like, huh. To compare floor seats in The Lion King and balcony seats for The Beauty and the Beast. I'm going to have to say I had a more, I had a better experience in those balcony seats than I did the floor seats. Now, I actually saw Lion King from the balcony seats. Mm -hmm. And in their opening act, they still have people in the balcony. Really? Yeah. That come through in those, in the costumes? Yeah, they mostly have birds and then they had a gazelle. But they they have people that come back into the balcony. So you're not left out if you're in the balcony. They still very much include you. Which so is nice. it's, I mean, balcony seats are not that, they're not that far off for me. And you're usually a lot cheaper than floor seats. Even the ones that are underneath the balcony. I mean, Those are expensive. They are very expensive. Like my dad I'd rather have the balcony seats. took me to Wicked 
And unfortunately, we got middle section under balcony seats. Mm. So I didn't actually get to see it. I mean, I still got to see the play and, and everything like that. But when it came to like the monkey scene, the monkey scene, mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. Like I couldn't Aww. see all of like the clock and the contraptions and all that other stuff, which kind of lessened a yeah. little bit. And then what sucks for <laughs> for me and something that I've just come to have to bear with anytime I go into a theater is if I haven't actually sat in the seats before, I have to grab a booster seat half the time. Oh, no. Yeah. The kid booster seats because I don't know how deep the seat's going to be. And if the seat is too deep or if I unfortunately have a, somebody in front of me that I cannot see over because of how this, the seats are stacked, you know, I kind of have to, I have to get a boost. Oh, you're so whittle. I am so whittle. <laughs> but I haven't had to, the last time I had to do that was when I went to Canada. We were up in the balcony and I couldn't see over i couldn't see over the guy in front of me and we had middle row balcony seats for um some i don't a shakespeare play uh, of some some, sort. some play of some sorts it was a good play um but I, I i like halfway through the first act i remember um the gentleman that goes with us uh i can't remember what his name is Really tall, lengthy man. Are you glasses. talking about Doc Smith? Yeah, there you go, Doc Smith. Sorry, the dean of students. Oh, um, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not Doc Smith. That's okay. uh... the dean of students. Whoever the dean of students is, and I can't remember his name right oh. now. I want to call him Martin, and that's not his name. That's not his name. <laughs> his name is not Martin. But I want to call him Martin. Dean Hall. There you go, Mr. Hall. <laughs> dean Hall. He was nice enough to give me his seat oh and like i sat right next to his wife for the rep for the other half of the show and then he sat in my seat for the other half of the show um because they were more like down in center yeah but yeah no that was <laughs> now anytime i go with him he always asks me he's like are you, are you gonna be okay to, to sit where you're sitting i'm like i'll be fine i i suppose so <laughs> i suppose so we'll we'll see the 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 seating hasn't changed it's just the people but yeah no that was the last time I had to get a booster seat was there. And my, my roommate was with me when we had to do that, Jess. So she was really, really nice. Like, we put our coats under my butt <laughs> to boost me <laughs> up so I could see. And then he saw that I had to do that. And he was like, uh, do you want me to, to get you one? I was like, no, I'm fine. He's like, do you want to sit in my seat? I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. What? <laughs> At least I get to see the second half. <laughs> see, now this is giving me like. Pirates of Panzam. That's what it was. That's oh, what Pirates of Panzam's. Yeah, that's what we went and saw. Um, this is giving me, like, huge reminiscent vibes. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like now if I were to get into my, like, expensive yeah. one, broad- a Broadway show would have to be involved in it. And that's not necessarily, like, a book lovers thing. But- I don't know. I think a lot of book lovers like that type of stuff. I don't know. I'm- and you also have to remember it doesn't have to be a musical. There are plenty of plays on Broadway yeah. that are based on books that, you know, that... I would love to see The Little Mermaid. That one looks good. I gotta see Hamilton at some point. I don't think I want to see Mary Poppins. I think I can skip that one. I've not seen that. I haven't. I want to even... see Aladdin. Oh Broadway. my gosh! Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um. I want to see Anastasia real bad. <gasps> I know the whole yes. soundtrack. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Newsies. I'd love to see. Um, I want to see Puff. Puff. 
Yeah, or the Duff. I'm sorry, Duff. Is it Duff or Puff? I don't know what you're talking the about. The one that's a spoof on the Hufflepuffs. I don't. I don't know which one you're talking about. It must be Puff though, if it's a something yeah. to do with Hufflepuffs. So I know like there's the play... a, there's a very Potter musical. Yeah, but I thought the Puff was based off that or something. It could be. I have. I, I, we'll have to look that up after this and okay. find out what that is. But there's a lot of stuff that you can go see on on Broadway. Yeah. Oh. Let's see what else. My my um, if money was no option, would be to wake up and be told that we are flying to New York. Ooh, okay. Specifically, so I could do a haul at Books of Wonder. I have seen pictures of Books of Wonder. Mm-hmm. That's all I've ever seen. Yep. That's probably all I will ever see. Yeah. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Get it? It's Books of Wonder. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It is. It's a <laughs> wonderful place. No, I just like, I don't, I don't know why, but that's like my number one place right now that I would want to go to. If I could go anywhere to buy a book and money wasn't an option, fly my butt out to New York. So I can go to Books of Wonder. I will say that I was at a really, really cool bookstore in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is it was a Books a Million. It's not like it was some mom and pop bookshop that no one's ever heard of or a specific mm-hmm. place. But the way that they had it set up was very mom and pop bookshop. Hmm. And it was right around the corner from our hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, that's actually where I found a couple of my Darren Shan books that I still needed. Mm-hmm was while I was there. My mom's like, you don't need to pick those up while we're in D.C. You can pick those up anytime. And I was like, but I'm here already. What yeah, you- I'm like, I got them. We're good. I think her worry was just that I was going to read the whole trip because mm. I now had this book. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. But I like it when bookstores are different. I like it when they're huge and yeah. brilliant and full of things. That's and I also why- like the mom okay. and pop shops, too. Here's a tan- tangent to go off of. Um, have you ever seen um, You've Got Mail? Yeah. Okay. The Fox Company bookstore yep. that's in that movie, the kids section, I love that scene. Like, I just, I love that there's, like, all these beanbag chairs and, like, all this stuff. I know, right? In this kids section. And I just, ah! Uh, I love That's this. the difference between a book a barnes and noble mm-hmm. and a mom and pop shop though yeah is that there's those little tiny attentions to detail that they pay mm-hmm. to their customers that you don't get at a barnes and noble well and that's funny that you say that because that fox books was supposed to be a play on barnes and nobles and borders and the big chain bookstores that were taking away all of the mom and pop stores yeah at the time but like comparing her mother's bookstore which was really really tiny yeah it didn't have it had a lot of character like that's what that made me feel like when in the movie it was like it has a lot of character now fox books that chain bookstore was very much reminiscent to what borders was for me yes borders like while it still felt like a big bookstore it had this vibe to it of a mom and pop store still like, the kids section had a lot of, like, places to sit and read yeah. and hang out. And, like... If money was no object, I'd bring uh, Borders back. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing it back! You gonna buy the old um, the old building where a shoe, shoe carnival is at? Yeah, I'll buy out some old buildings. I'll bring back Borders. Barnes & Noble, you're going down. Yeah. 
I, I, here's, here's a date of my age. I remember when Walden's was in the mall. Yeah. Like that dates me. I mean, I'm not too far off from you. There. I know, but I remember like I would park in Von Mar, yep. run right through the food court, turn the corner and like, it, it was, was just right, right on that corner. There. It was right there on the corner, right across from Sears. Yep. And I would just like beeline there immediately. That's where I got one of my first Harry Potter books was Walden's. I don't think I got the first Harry Potter. I think I actually went to an actual Borders for that. But I used to buy a lot of my books there. Yeah. And I got in trouble one time at a Borders, at Borders, because I kept writing. They used to have those uh, wheelie stairs. Yeah. I would ride those back and forth when no one was, like, when I thought no one was looking. Like, I would just get it and I would, like, shuffle myself one way. And then shuffle myself back into the way. I was like, ah, I'm Belle. Look at me. Yeah. You were going to get in so much trouble for that. I did. I got asked to stop a lot of times by a lot of employees. (laughs) It was one of those, honey, you're going to hurt yourself. Get down from there. No, I'm not. I'm Belle. (laughs) Okay. Belle can do it. So can I. Five seconds later, I'm back up on the thing. (laughs) You can't stop me. (laughs) You can't stop me now because i'm gonna have a good time <laughs> i think that's why i i stick with half price books so much is because because of the wheelie no not because of the wheelie. they don't <laughs> like, have, they any, don't of have any of those they should add some of those though i think that they need to but no i it's the mom and pop feel like yeah. that hole in the wall feel which books of wonders has too I want that. But um, to follow up with that, after going to Books of Wonder, we have to stop somewhere for ice cream. Well, of course. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about ice cream? Are you talking about ice cream? I'm talking about ice cream. I'm talking about I want to get one of the Instagram-worthy ice creams that are floating around. Like with a whole chocolate chip cookie sticking yes. out the top and it's like overflowing from the bowl. Yes. I oh. want to die. <laughs> I want to die in ice cream. I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like this is overrated, but I would like to see. I would also like to go to Serendipity and get a frozen a hot chocolate. Okay. Like from the movie Serendipity? It's actually a store. It's Is a, it a real thing? It's an ice cream palace, yeah. In <gasps> I New York. I didn't know that. I thought maybe they just made it up for the movie and mm-hmm. like you could go to the place or something. Okay. Yeah. It's an actual ice cream store in New York. It's called Serendipity. Well, that's awesome. Yep. It, and the movie was based off that. Do you want ice cream and a frozen hot chocolate or just get that as I mean, ice cream? I mean, I, I would get that as my ice cream if you wanted to take me there. But, you know, I, I, it just has to be ice are, cream. Are we planning a New York trip now? Is that what's happening? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I just need to go. I'll go to, during a BEA get, and go to books of... That's like the ultimate goal right there. Right? The ultimate goal three-day floor passes for BEA, Serendipity, Books of Wonder, ice cream, ice cream, throwing up, throw in like a random meat with Meg Cabot and I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. That would, oh, that sounds amazing. How, how much do you think that that would cost? Uh, BEA tickets are about the, almost the same as Gen Con tickets. Ooh, okay. Yeah. They're expensive. I mean, worth it though totally worth it the only downside now is that you have to verify yourself as like a either like a booktuber or like a publisher or i mean we're podcasters we can we can verify that 
Yeah, we'd be under a media. We'd be under a media user. You know, just one of those like you have to validate yourself. You can't. Them. You can't just go as Ashley. No, they don't let. They don't let civilians. Well, we're not civilians. Well, because okay, so we're like Book Expo civilians. America is basically supposed to be for book publishers to get their books into media people's hands so like yeah. if you like booktubers go to bea and they pick up arcs and they read the arcs and they go on their youtube channel and they talk about the arc and they talk about the book and when the book's releasing and they publish they they're public they're they're you know putting it out there for the public yeah to hype us up i mean that's what these people are that's what bea is for originally yeah there has been some issues currently between the people that run bea and the media department yeah so like youtubers bloggers people that do podcasts because there was a problem a year or two back where bea put a cap limit on who got passes under that category category so like if you weren't a big name youtuber or if you weren't a big name blogger you You weren't getting you weren't you did not get a welcome to it okay so a lot of people got mad about that yeah i mean i can see that that's kind of discriminatory but you still want the pass totally (laughs) i still want to go yeah what about you? That. No holds. No holds barred. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. Ooh. I Man. feel like there's gonna be a beach involved. Yeah, probably. If I if there was no holds barred, instead of waking up and going to New York, I want to go somewhere warm because okay. I am so tired of cold weather all the time. Is there a specific place you'd want to go? Somewhere with a private beach. Like, so, like, a private island? Maybe. Or, like, one of those resort islands that have, like, sectioned off oh, parts of the beach that are, yeah. like, just yours. Mm-hmm. And I would have my books with me. Mm-hmm. Possibly an audiobook. I would audiobook while I was there. Ooh. Sitting in the sun, soaking in soaking in all those rays, while Jesse's off doing his own thing somewhere else, leaving me alone. <laughs> To read or listen to my books. While a very tall and handsome man named Juan Pablo is feeding me (laughs) drinks. Just left and right. Keeping them coming. Out of coconuts or something. I love that. His name has to be Juan Pablo, though. That's where the extra money (laughs) comes in. So what if his name isn't Juan Pablo? Are you just going to rename him for that day? He either needs to let me rename him or they need to find me a man named Juan Pablo to feed me (laughs) drinks. And he does need to be very attractive. Because I just... Ugh. I think you're going to have, like, all the male stewards lined up there. And you'll be like, you're too tall. Yeah. You're too baby-faced. No, you have a no, nose ring. No, no you got to do it like Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. And let me guess, you have a great personality. <laughs> I'm just going to – I'll probably just go up and ask, hey, do you have any very tan men uh-huh. that look slightly like Jason Momoa and are also covered in tattoos? Do you have that for me? Can you get that for me? <laughs> Wait, it be like the dish boy 
in the restaurant just got promoted for a day but money is no object here okay i know but like that would be the thing like that that person would be sitting there and be like okay this person's out this person's out this person's out and he's running around the hotel going where can i find this and then joe schmo who's cleaning the dishes whose actual name is paul (laughs) whose actual name is paul like he looks at them looks at the photo looks back at him and goes paul congratulations your name is now juan pablo (laughs) and you've been promoted You're going to be with this person all day, and whatever she wants, she gets. No questions. No questions. Because money you know is what? no object. I hope that man gets a really good price. Oh, I'll, and if he doesn't, I will tip him so well, because once again, money is no object. I've just got wads of it sitting around for some reason. But that says, that sounds lovely, just laying on a beach and I say it's private only because I don't want, like, a bunch of kids screaming and running mm. around. Adults-only section. How about yes. that? Yes. Something that's quiet and peaceful mm-hmm. where I can somewhat hear the waves coming in and mm-hmm. out. And then the rest of it is just me with my earbuds listening to my audiobook, laying mm. in the sand, getting a tan. Because you know I desperately need that. Sweetie, you're going to come back as a lobster. I, well, I mean, yes. But maybe that's the other part. Juan Pablo also has to make sure that I'm completely covered in sunblack at all times. <laughs> He's holding that umbrella for you. Right? Between, you know, like, getting you a drink and making sure you don't burn. He's he's doing a lot of work. He deserves a good raise. He deserves a, an amazing raise. You know what? I'll go ahead and applaud for Juan Pablo ahead of time <laughs> because, you know, he needed, he did a good job. In my dreams, he already did a good job. There you go. <laughs> Gosh. But, I mean, guys, don't think that you have to take your loved one to an exotic resort island to get yeah. away. I mean, obviously, I think it's something fun if you want to ask I, yeah, your I bookish like, loved ones yeah. what their over-the-top day would be. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a ton of fun for you guys to figure out, like, just what your bougie side is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like this is a great conversation starter. If it, if anything, it'd be one of those get ideas yeah. for that bookish person that you that you have in your life because if you look at it take what if i had just told you that all i wanted was to go to an exotic resort and be on a quiet beach listening to an audiobook with somebody feeding me drinks you could easily make that happen at home mm-hmm. you can't give it an exotic resort but all you got to do is plop down a bottle of wine next to me <laughs> put my earbuds in and tell me that everything's taken care of and i can just lay down in mm-hmm. bed and i can drink my glass of wine and I can have time to myself, that is just as nice, mm-hmm. and it costs you maybe 20 bucks. Or more, depending on the bottle of wine. That is true. That is true. I'm cheap, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gave a, some, a good variety of ideas. At the core, again, I, I, I state a lot of this has to do with allowing that bookish person time to do what they love the most, which is Read. reading. You know... If that means you are standing in Barnes and Nobles with four or five different books all stacked on top of each other as they go around and grab more books off the shelf and you've been there for an hour and you just want to go home. No, you suck it up and you stay there. Just remember how much they appreciate what you're doing. Exactly. Even and I'm sure they may not they say will... it because they are so enraptured by all the books <laughs> they appreciate. 
it's there. The fact that they're having the time of their life, they're they're constantly, even if you don't think about it, they're thinking, man, this is the best person ever. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't believe that they would do this for me. Yeah. They're thinking it. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that just about wraps up our episode. If you have any uh, bougie travel plans for your Valentine's Day that you want to tell us about, if money was no object, tweet at us at wine and dine pod on Twitter, um, or you can email us at wine and dine pod at gmail.com. Um, and I guess that's, that's it for this week. I'm Megan. Yeah, I'm Ashley. And this, this was, was Wine, Wine and Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest, or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. I've still got a sneeze. It has not <laughs> left me. Just go at you. I can't. Be done with it. You can't just make yourself sneeze like that. I don't that. know. I don't here. Okay, I'll try it. There you go. Achu. No. <laughs> it didn't. Actually, didn't I don't have to sneeze anymore. It. I actually don't have to sneeze. That hey, is look at that. That is the weirdest thing that I've ever experienced That's in my right. life. Look at that.